Some night. Some rain, eh, Jack? Yeah, it is, Tom. What kind of a night to be hauling $100,000 in cash to the countryside? All you gotta do is protect the dough. I gotta drive this truck. And I ain't sure if we're in the country or the city. This rain's so thick I can't see ten feet in front of me. It is a heavy rain, all right. Yeah, it's some black night, too. If it wasn't for that white line in the middle of the road, I'd have to pull up and wait for the rain to quit. Oh, I guess there's no danger of running off the road as long as you can see that line, Tom. No, but it's the only thing keeping us on the road. Well, let's step on it, huh? We'll get where we're going faster. Uh-uh, Jack. Nothing doing. The road's too slick. There's no telling who we'll meet around the next bend. There's nobody on this road on a night like this, Tom. Anyhow, this isn't the main highway. It's just the truck route. Truck route, yeah. If I was hauling anything but a load of cash, I wouldn't have to drive on a night like this. I'd be able to... Uh-oh. Turn up ahead. Boy, I'd have sure kept going straight if it wasn't for that white line. Boy, will I be glad when I get this... Tom, look out! We're off the road! You're heading for those big trees! Jump, Jack! Jump! 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 (laughs) What a plan, Harry. What a plan. That armored truck cracked up just the way I said it would. Yeah, Bob. Split wide open. Now all we gotta do is climb in and haul out that hundred grand. Ah, sure thing. But first go around to the cab of the truck and see how the driver is. And if the crash didn't kill him, see that you do. Now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Matthews! Hey, Matthews! Matthews! Are you calling me, Inspector Faraday? I wasn't yelling Smith. Come in here, Matthews. Oh, yes, sir. What are you guys doing about that armored car robbery last night? Oh, everything we can do, Inspector. What's everything? Have you found out why that truck suddenly swerved off the road in the middle of a straight stretch? No, sir. Have you found out who killed the driver? No, sir. Have you found out what happened to the missing guard? Oh, Jack Brewster? Yeah, Jack Brewster. Have you found out where he is and what he is? Dead or alive? No, sir. No, sir, no, sir, no, sir. That's all I can get out of you. Yes, sir. So you've done everything, have you? You've done everything except to find out anything we need to know. Matthews, I want to know why that truck went off the road. Yes, sir. I want to know who stole that $100,000 and killed the driver. Yes, sir. I want to know what happened to Jack Brewster. Yes, sir. Can't you say anything but yes, sir, and no, sir? Uh, No, sir. I mean, yes, sir. I mean, we're working on the case, Inspector, and... Uh, where do I answer the phone? Yes, sir. Homicide, Faraday speaking. Hello. Inspector Faraday, this is Jack Brewster. Brewster? The same Brewster who was the guard on that armored truck when it cracked up last night? Yeah, Inspector, but I can't talk to you now about it. All I can tell you is I had nothing to do with the robbery, but that I know I'm going to be murdered tonight. You're going to be murdered? Yeah, Inspector, tonight at 10 o'clock. I can't come down to headquarters now to give myself up because I'm on the track of the men who robbed the truck. I'll tell you the whole story when I see you. All right, all right. Where will you be at 10 o'clock? At my apartment, 824 East 40th Street. Okay, don't worry. I'll be there before that. Hey, how are you so sure you're going to be murdered? I'm positive because the man who said he'd kill me tonight has never broken his word. You know him, Inspector. His name is Boston Blackie. Married? I'd known that you were this good. I've set up the table long ago. 
I've been gathering dust in the closet for over a year. Oh. And here's where I gather game point. Oh, but I thought I'd get it with my backhand. <laughs> well, you didn't because you signaled you were going to use it beforehand. Oh, now I've had enough of that. And a ping pong. Oh. I'm in the mood for something to eat. <sighs> How about you? Oh, definitely. Let's go and see what's in the icebox. And I'll have two of everything. Well, I'm not quite that hungry. But I think I... Oh, there's a doorbell. You go in the kitchen. I'll go see who's at the door. Well, if it's trouble, tell him we've had it. All kinds, sizes, shapes, and flavors. <laughs> I'll tell him. Yes? Hmm. It's funny. Let me see it. Oh, well. Oh, Mary, it wasn't trouble. But the only reason it wasn't is because it wasn't anybody. Mary, if you can't find what you want in the icebox, look at the cat. Hey, Mary. Mary, where are you? Mary! What goes on here? Mary! Uh, maybe she didn't come into the kitchen. Hey, Mary, where are you? What are you doing? Playing games? Hello, Blackie. What? Hello? What are you doing here? How did you get in? I walked in. The door wasn't locked. Did you ring the bell a minute ago? Yes. Yes, I did. But I lost my nerve and was down the hall when you opened the door. What made you come back? I saw your face when you opened the door and looked out. I knew then I could trust you. Well, thanks. Trust me with what? Blackie, I have to talk to you. I'm Doris Brewster. My brother is Jack Brewster. Jack Brewster? The guard who disappeared when that armored truck ran off the road and crashed last night? Yes. And it's about him that I... Excuse me. Mary, is that you? Oh, yes, Blackie. I just stepped across the back hall to borrow some sugar from the woman next door. Who's in there with you? We've got company. Come on in. Oh, okay, in a minute. I'm sorry, Miss Brewster. What were you saying? My brother asked me to come to you, Blackie. He had a friend call and tell me you'd help us. You see, he's innocent, no matter what the police think. But he knows who is guilty. Well, why doesn't he go to the police and tell them? He says he doesn't dare, that they'll arrest him and never give him a chance to clear himself. I was told to see if you'd come to his apartment at 9.30 tonight. Here's the address. You know, Miss Brewster, I don't see any reason for me to get into this at all. All I can tell you is that Jack is innocent, and he can prove his innocence with your help. Isn't that reason enough? How you doing, Harry? How am I doing? I'm doing fine. How are you back there? Following you up the fire escape and doing a good job of it. What time is it? We're on time. We're on time. Good. Can you handle the window all right? I'll let you know when I get there. When I get there, I'll let you know. I've opened windows before. Yeah. We don't want to be heard, you know. What am I, a dope? I know that. Hey, look, I'm in this thing with you halfway, ain't I? I'm all right at figuring things out, too. Yeah, you were very helpful in planning that truck accident, Harry. You planned it. Only the whole idea for it was mine. And, brother, did it work. It hasn't worked yet. Not till we take care of some unfinished business in this apartment. You, uh... You want we should go in now? Yeah, let me see in there. Uh-huh. There's Jack Brewster sitting very comfortably in a big chair reading a book. He looks like maybe he ain't expecting anybody. He's going to get a surprise. His sister thought I was on the level when I had your phone her. Tell her you were talking for Jack. And got her to go to Boston Blackie's and have him here at 9.30. And we got a couple of minutes yet. Hey, Bob, you're hey. catching the windows open. This is going to be a cinch. When Brewster gets up to answer the door, we can sneak right in and hide behind the drapes. And that's exactly what we will do. Brewster's going to get a surprise, all right. So's Boston Blackie. And now for the 9.30 news. Here are the 
city, residents are signing a petition to coordinate street repair operations. Who is it? So that the city's thoroughfares will not be torn. Oh, just a minute while I turn off the radio. Come in, Blackie. Thanks. You're Jack Brewster, huh? Yeah. Oh, gosh, Blackie, I'm surprised to see you, but it's swell of you to come here. I'll know more about that when I know why I'm here. You know what happened last night? Sure, an armored truck ran off the road in a deserted spot and plunged down a cliff. You were supposed to be the guard on that truck. I was the guard, Blackie, until just before the crash. Well, I'll tell you about it, but first, do you know how much money was stolen? Sure I do. It was in the papers, $100,000 in cash, headed for a steel company payroll, only it never got there. Then you know I'm suspected of helping to rob that truck. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been in all the papers. Hmm. What's this? Blackie... I'll pay you to help prove I'm innocent. If you're innocent, you don't need my help. If you're guilty, you couldn't buy it. Come on, Brewster. Let's have the story. Why did you have somebody call your sister and have her call me to come up here? My sister? Well, I... Oh! Brewster. Brewster. The trouble. Hey, this... Straighten up, but don't turn around, boss and Blackie. I don't want to make a production of this. Just keep your back toward me. Okay. Who are you and what's this all about? You'll find out when the right time comes. Okay. When is the right time that I'm... Good work, Bob. Lucky we weren't caught by Jack or Blackie hiding in here. Yeah. I hope Blackie sleeps tight, Harry, and has pleasant dreams. Because when he wakes up, he's going to have a nightmare. Come on, Blackie, wake up. Oh, Wake up! Don't tell me that's Faraday. If it is, somebody hit me again. Somebody hit you hard enough already. I'm Faraday, all right, but what's been going on here is all wrong. What has been going on here? Yeah, let me help you up and show you. How's your little head? Hurt? What do you mean, little head? Oh, Blackie, it's going to take more than jokes to get you out of this. Look over there. Exhibit one, a dead body. Jack Brewster, huh? Exhibit two. This is the murder gun, and I found it in your hand. Lucky you. Exhibit three, this package of money I found in your pocket. Don't tell me, Faraday. I know it has numbers corresponding with the armored truck loot. Exhibits one, two, three, and I'm out, huh? That's right, Lucky. Come on, we're going downtown. Wait a minute, Faraday. You've got to listen to me. Do I? What do you bet? I'll bet you know this is a frame. Look, I can tell you just exactly what happened. You can tell me more than that. You can tell me what you did with the rest of the money from the armored truck, why you killed Robinson, and who brought you in on this deal. I was brought in by Brewster's sister. She asked me to come here Brewster's and... Brewster's sister, huh? Well, I checked into Brewster's background. He doesn't have a sister. No? That's funny. Yeah, isn't it funny? Blackie, maybe I better slug you back to sleep so you can dream up a good story. Faraday, do you really think I killed Brewster? He's dead, isn't he? But do you think I killed him? The murder gun was in your hand. But do you think I killed him? No. I didn't think you did. Well, but Blackie, who did? Why did that truck go off the road in the middle of a straight stretch? Who killed the driver? Who robbed the truck? And who tried to frame you for Brewster's murder? Uh, how was this thing done? How? I don't know. But it was done by a very clever guy, Faraday, who up till now has been much smarter than I am. I'm going to have Mary call on a, that trucking company for some information. Maybe we can round up the guilty guys by working from the ground up. <laughs> Back to Boston Blackie. An armored car carrying $100,000 in cash runs off a highway and crashes in a blinding rain. The money is stolen and the driver is dead, but the guard, Jack Brewster, escapes from the crash. 
His sister reaches Boston Blackie, but Brewster is murdered after Blackie arrives. As we return to our story, two men who have turned up at the scene of the crash and at the murder of Brewster are talking. Well, we did it, Harry. Planned it to the minute and it worked. Yeah, Bob, we sure did. We sure did. Now, let's stop talking about it. Yeah, 100,000 bucks split two ways. Just you and me. <laughs> if everything looked like an accident, this was it. You could say that again. Say that again. Only part of this plan was mine, don't forget. You don't want to lose track of that. I remembered it with $50,000, didn't I? That isn't a bad forget-me-not. Yeah, but come to think of it, come to think of it, I did a lot, didn't I? I called Faraday and said I was Brewster. I had Brewster's sister go to Blackie. Maybe I ought to get more than half of the take. Maybe huh? I... Who could that be? Yeah, it could be most anybody. This is an office, ain't it? Maybe it's the boss. Bosses don't knock. Come in. Hello. Who are you? My name's Mary Wesley. Uh, they told me in the front office that you two gentlemen are in charge of the route and the time that the armored trucks leave this garage. That's right, miss. Well, um, Boston Blackie sent me down here. He wants to know which of the men in the company knew the route the truck was going to take. Oh. Well, tell Blackie I knew it. The name is Robinson, Bob Robinson. Uh -huh. My assistant here, Harry Baker, knew it too. And I'll let you in on a little secret. You can go back and tell your friend Blackie. Yes. You can tell him that I knew the route that the armored truck was going to take. So did Mr. Baker here. And so did about 50 other people who work in this place. <laughs> Well, genius, how much more time do we have to waste down here? Where would you prefer to waste the time, Faraday? In your office? Uh, Blackie, I've taken enough of your nonsense. You can stay out here in the country looking at a road if you want to. I'm going back to town. What's there to see here, anyhow? A two-lane road with a white line in the middle. Let's wait here for Mary, Inspector. She can't be too long now. You know I sent her to the armored truck offices to get us some information. Yeah, you told me that. Okay, you sent her. You wait for her. I can't see any reason that armored car went off the road at this particular spot, despite what you think. And with those little words of wisdom... There's a car I'm... headed this way, Faraday. I can hear. You can? My wonders never cease. Hey, that isn't Mary in that car. Who said it was? Nobody. Faraday, it's the girl that you said doesn't exist. The girl who told me that she was Jack Brewster's sister. Hey, Miss Brewster! Miss Brewster! Hey! My, she was glad to see you. She probably got a look at you. That face of yours could stop a clock, but it works the other way around with a car. Very amusing. Now what? Say, Faraday, I've got an idea. Why did Miss Brewster's car go straight down the road? Why did a chicken cross the street? How do I know why it went straight down the road? It was following the white line in the center. Oh, Blackie, you continue to amaze me. Of course it was. All cars use that white line as a guide. Take a look at that line, Inspector. It's been freshly painted for a short distance, maybe 100 feet. Look. I'm looking. So what? I've got it. Faraday, the night the armored... Yes, the night that armored truck cracked up, this line was painted out on a decoy line was put down right there, leading straight to these trees over there. You see? That was substituted. I get it. The truck followed the line, cracked up, and this spot is deserted. Nobody heard the crash. Whoever planned this job figured the whole thing out, then he painted out his phony line and repainted the old one. In the rain? Well, that's right. It was rainy, wasn't it? Yeah, you were half right, Inspector. A piece of black cloth was laid over the section of white line. It kept the rain off it, and that's why the section looks new. And the truck would follow a piece of black cloth? Well, the white line leading into the trees was painted on another piece of black cloth, and that's what they followed. Mm. Jack Brewster figured out what happened, would have told me, but he was killed. This is starting to make some sense. Well, not to me. Who cares how the truck was wrecked? 
I want to know who wrecked it and killed the driver in the crash. And Jack Brewster afterwards. I must be slipping, Inspector. By a strange coincidence, I want to know that too. Oh, I'm glad you tried phoning my apartment before you came down to the spot where the truck cracked up, Mary. Yeah, so am I, Blackie. I, I went to the trucking company, as you suggested. What'd you find out? Nothing. In that case, I could have asked Faraday to go. Well, I did meet two men, one named Robinson and the other named Baker, and they told me that everybody in the plant knew the route the truck was to take. It was posted on a bulletin board. Sure it was. It always is. But, Mary, it was posted the night the truck left the garage. This job was planned for some time. It had to be. How do you know that? Uh, a white line told me. I'll what? explain it to you a little later when I see you. Oh. What I want to know from you is, who knew in advance the route that truck was taking? Robinson and Baker, the two men I spoke to. They're in charge of that. Oh, really? Well, maybe it's time I took charge of them. I'll be talking to you. Okay. Bye. Hmm. Whom are you calling, Blackie? Well, the missing sister. You turn up at the most unexpected times, the most unexpected places. How did you get in here? The hard way. You left the door open. Oh. Well... Now that we have that out of the way, suppose you explain about you. Who are you, anyhow? Jack Brewster's half-sister. Half-sister? Oh, no wonder Faraday couldn't find any trace of you. Why didn't you stop this afternoon on the road? I was going to the scene of the crash, and then I saw Inspector Faraday with you. I didn't want to talk to the police. Well, if you want to talk to me, I'm a willing listener right now. Blackie, Jack was innocent. He had nothing to do with that truck going off the road. I believe that. Who had something to do with it? I've been trying to find out. Did you talk to Jack between the time of the accident and the time he was killed? Yes, but he wouldn't tell me a thing. <sighs> but listen, Miss Brewster, maybe you know that, and I know it. But I'm going to work on the hunch that the guy who killed your brother doesn't. You work here two more weeks and quit. Get that, Harry? Sure, Bob. I got it. I got it. And you stay on for another month and you quit, huh? That's right. Maybe I'll purposely make a mistake and I'll get fired just so it won't be obvious. And I'll meet you somewhere, and we'll really start to live. Suits me fine, Bob. Suits me fine. I think I... Hold it. Rooting department, Robinson speaking. Robinson, this is a certain guy. You don't say. Don't play, Robinson. I'm calling you for your own good. I'm hep to that caper you pulled with the armored truck and the white line. Oh. You do know something, don't you? Jack Brewster told his sister, and she told me. You owe me $35,000. How do you figure that? That's roughly a third of the hundred thousand you and your sidekick grabbed. The extra couple of G's I want for breakage. Uh, how do I get it to you? How about the spot where that truck cracked up? It's nice and quiet out there. That's good enough. How about midnight tonight? Suits me. See you out there, and don't forget to bring company. $35,000 worth of company. Okay. But that ain't the only thing I'm going to bring... Gee, Bob, this road is dark. Real dark, I mean. So it's dark. Of course it is. That's why we picked it when we rooted that truck, ain't it, Harry? I guess so. I guess so. How much further do we go? Well, according to the speedometer, not much. You know what to do. Sure. I better get in the back, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Climb over the seat. Holy smoke. When that guy shows up to get his money, let him have it. He knew something all right or he wouldn't have cracked about the white line. Then we'll get Brewster's sister and we're in the clear. Sounds right to me. You see the drive all right? Sure. All I have to do is follow the white line. <laughs> Good. 
good old white line. It was a very good friend of ours, Harry. Yeah. Hey, Pop, are you turning? There's no turning the road here. Sure there is. The white line is turning, so we got to turn. Pop, stop what? the car! Somebody's putting the same trickle on us! <laughs> We'll see our little birds sitting nice and comfy waiting for you to put them in their cages. Their own phony white line trick worked perfectly on them. You suppose they were killed in that crash, Blanky? It couldn't happen to nicer guys. Can you get that door open? Oh, it's pretty well banged up. I think I can handle it. Well, the driver's breathing. That's something. It means he's alive. You're breathing too, Inspector. Uh, Let's get better proof than that. How about the guy in the back? He's got his gun in his hand. He's out cold, but... Yeah, he's alive, too. Good. Better get his gun, Farley. Don't tell me what to do. Come on, help me lug these lugs back to my car so I can drive them down to headquarters. You'll probably find the money they stole in their apartments, but the mere fact that they came out here looking for me is enough proof that they're guilty. I really convinced them on the telephone that Jack Brewster had talked to his sister and she'd talked to me. Yeah, they should know that nobody talks to you. But I guess they're excused. They didn't know who you really were. You know who I really am, though, don't you, Inspector? I'm the guy who took a white line and turned it into a B-line to the solution of this case. Is there anything we can get you, Miss Brewster? No, thank you, Miss Wesley. You and Blackie have been wonderful. I can't help thinking how stupid I was, though. Everybody says that about himself at some time or other. I wouldn't worry about it. Yes, but I fell right into the trap those two men planned. You mean about coming to me and getting me to your brother's apartment at 9.30? That wasn't too stupid, Miss Brewster. You had no way of knowing that it wasn't a friend of your brother's who called you and asked you to get me up there? No, of course not. We really met a couple of cute characters in this case, didn't we, Blackie? Bob Robinson and his pal phoned Faraday pretending to be Brewster and then called Miss Brewster and pretended to be a friend of her brother's. I know why now. They wanted to be sure Blackie was at my brother's apartment when they killed Jack. And they wanted Faraday to find Blackie there. Oh, I said they were cute, didn't I? The cutest thing they did was that white line on the road idea. It's the most unusual gimmick I've come across in months. It would have been foolproof, too, except for the rain. After the rain, part of the white line on the road, and the part that was covered by the cloth they set down, looked different from the rest of the white line. That's what started you on the right track, wasn't it, Blackie? Yes, and the track led right to Robinson and his friend. You know, switching their own idea by making them run their car off the road gave us practically all the proof against them we needed. Yes, I'd say that when their car crashed, it was their plan that really cracked up. Okay, Faraday, have a nice time. Have such a good time that you won't come back for a while. <laughs> so long, Inspector. <laughs> Faraday going away, Blackie? Yes, Mary, he's taking a little vacation. He called to say goodbye and warned me about Deputy Inspector Wells is taking over for him. What's the matter with Wells? Well, nothing, except that he's got ambitions to take over Faraday's job. Oh. Well, you ready to leave him? I've been ready for 20 minutes. It isn't every man I'd call for and then wait around till he got ready to go out. <laughs> well, I'm not every man, Mary. I just think I am when there's a crime around that's crying for a solution. Well, let's get out of here before there's... What were you saying? It doesn't make much difference now, darling. <laughs> know what you mean. Only, uh, take it easy on that darling stuff. That could lead me into trouble. Oh. Hello. Hello, Blackie. This is Sergeant Matthews at police headquarters. Oh, how are you, Matthews? Fine. Uh, Blackie, we just got a tip at headquarters that the Murdoch gang is organized again, and they got something hot going on tonight. I knew Faraday'd want you to know. Oh. Any idea where or how the Murdoch bunch is going to operate? No, but maybe Deputy Inspector Wells knows more about it. 
Mm. We'll see. Uh, thanks for the tip. I'll be seeing you, Matthews. Mary, Blackie, I... didn't I hear you promise Inspector Faraday not to fool around with any police cases when he was gone? Mm, yes. And didn't you promise me that you'd take me out tonight? Mm, yes, mm. but, Mary, I'm afraid I'll have to break both promises if I'm going to break up the Murdoch gang. Thank you.